Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. Yo. What's up, man? Not much. Just probably going to be talking to a few hundred people today. How about you? I'm doing great, actually. I'm doing really, really good. I see you're wearing a MAGA hat in your profile picture. <laughs> I know it's this is. We'll, we'll have lots to usually. talk about. What's up? Do you are you are you participating in the traditional format of the call-in? Do you have a contention you would like to share with me? Disagreement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I was telling uh, uh, Hyena, or that's uh, the username, anyways. Mm -hmm. I apologize if that's not how you pronounce it, but um, it's close enough. Anyways, yeah. So. <laughs> so I was wanting to talk about uh, your thoughts on systemic racism in America. Yeah, sure. So I know obviously we're going to disagree on this because I believe that systemic racism in America is non-existent because Ooh, yeah, of might. the fact. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I believe it's non-existent mainly because the fact that uh, it has nothing to do with race and everything to do with culture. Um, and, and I do have uh, history to back my point up if you would like me to go into that. Sure. So let's uh, let's get right into it. So <laughs> why don't you make your argument, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll get to it point by point. Sure, sure. So um, so basically, my argument is that uh, the the system doesn't actually harm anybody of a specific race. Uh, generally, it it usually comes down to a culture and person by person basis. So why uh, why I say culture is mainly because it's descendant of what you know was formerly known as cracker culture, uh, but is now uh, modernly known as ghetto culture necessarily. So okay, so and, we can we can simplify this a little bit. So essentially, your argument is black people get arrested more because they behave worse. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would probably yeah okay we, probably yeah we don't need to okay so let's get right into this. So, um, black people and white people both consume marijuana at roughly the same rate, but black people get arrested nearly four times as often for that. So, I don't know what restrictions you think police are subject to being held to, but if it is a distaste for the behavior of a community, which leads to a four times disproportional arrest rate, I would say that's pretty evident of bias, especially since this bias seems to carry forward to black people, regardless of their behavior, in communities that are not as ghetto as, I guess, what you would associate with um, the typical black community. So I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought up that source because I love talking about this one. So basically that uh, experiment was um, was actually asking people basically how often they use marijuana on a yearly basis. It didn't go down to monthly. It didn't go down to weekly. Uh, when you actually look at statistics that go down to a monthly basis of using marijuana and weekly basis of using marijuana, uh, whites are actually using, I mean, uh, whites are actually using it at a lower rate than blacks on a monthly and weekly basis. On what level? Um, Oh, what do you mean? Like on frequency of using it in that? Yeah, like 1.2 times as much, four times as much. Like what's the rate? It's 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 like I think on the percentage and the percentage rate, I think it was about nearly 20 percent more for monthly. And then the weekly was nearly 30 percent more than whites. OK, so that does uh, not explain a, a four weekly. times difference but also but the four times difference also comes down to the fact that uh it's it's been proven off of uh surveys taken from marijuana users that uh white people usually are more prone to use marijuana with people that they are closer to and within secluded homes um instead of open areas whereas black people are more prone to do it with uh people that they are non-associated with uh, or yeah would be more prone than a white person to do it with people that they're not associated with and in public areas um do you have any studies on that? Yeah, let me pull up the statistic. So you uh, think the, that uh, like black people just like are stupid and they just keep smoking in public areas? No, I don't think that I, I wouldn't. I'm not considering this on like an unintelligent, you know, oh, well, that's just a you know dumb person. I'm just basing this on the fact that they're going to be I think that off of this survey, it proves pretty much that they're more prone to in these ghetto areas, do it in a more public area with people that just live in the neighborhood, but they don't necessarily know that person. Well, I would uh, well, wait. So what is that? Not knowing the person doesn't mean that person's a cop. I don't think undercover cops are typically dressing up like 16 year old like 
I'm not saying schoolers. it's an undercover cop, though. I I, I, know, I wasn't implying that. I'm just in, I'm just saying that if that person isn't necessarily trustworthy, then how are you going to trust them by doing a criminal activity with them? Do you think this might have something to do with the fact that stop and frisk rates are wildly disproportional based on race? I don't I don't think that I, I don't think that it's race though because honest to goodness it like even stop and frisk you look 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 at stop and frisk and people like to say well it's just because the cops patrol the black neighborhoods more often it's because they but select black people because they're racist the 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 disproportionate no, the disproportionate selection of black people for stop and frisk laws in the states that employ them is massive this is not a culture thing. They would. They, this is regardless of neighborhood. Even with driving stops, which have nothing to do with culture, unless you think every black person drives around with like the low rider and the suspension that bounces while playing gangster rap or whatever. Like, I guess that would be like a black culture car. Well, that's but even poor, yeah, that's a very poor stereotype. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, mo I've I've seen black people drive around. They look pretty much like white people driving around, but they still get stopped way more often for searches and for arrests, regardless of disproportionate rates of traffic laws being violated, which don't really seem to have that much to do with race. Looks like pretty much nobody respects driving laws in this country. The, the I mean, there's a higher like average conviction rate uh, for black people in the criminal justice system. Black people get higher sentences for the same amount of priors and the same crime committed. The amount of data suggesting that the criminal justice system is discriminatory against black people, not people of blank culture, but black people, is overwhelming. The, to, to ignore the plurality of data on this subject is to engage in delusional thinking. Um, and I don't know why a person would want to ignore all that data unless they had a motivated reason to not want to believe racism exists in this country. It's, it's not. It's literally not ignoring the data. It's, it's literally counteracting that data and uh, exposing the flaws within that then data. Why, just like the conviction you... rate one that you just brought up. Oh, yeah? So the one, the conviction rate one you brought up does not account for the weapon used in those crimes. Yes, it does. So, same and, crimes and it, with same priors. Same crimes. But yeah, okay, same crimes doesn't mean that it's the same weapon. Do you have you any evidence? That, right? to, do you wait? Do you know what you can, study I can murder you're referring someone. to? I can get second degree murder as just as a black person would, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we both used a machete. The to weapon do it. doesn't determine the amount of culpability necessary for committing the crime. If you commit a first or second degree murder with a tool or with a gun, it doesn't make a difference. It's the exact same crime. It, 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 it is the it is the exact same crime. You're right, but whenever you're actually coming down to the weapon used, it's going to sway the actual jury to decide. Oh yeah, well that's probably a more heinous crime. You know, more heinous crimes would probably be. I mean, it's going to still be second degree murder if you chopped up someone's body or if you shot him with one bullet in the head. Yeah. How, wait. How is it more heinous to shoot a person in the head than it is to chop up a person's body? I no, don't... I'm not. I I mean the opposite way around. The chop up someone's body is going to be obviously more heinous, but just because it's the same crime doesn't mean that they're on the same level so how so wait so you just gave a counterexample where a knife is less is more heinous than a gun so how does the gun usage do you have any do you even know what study i'm referring to do you have any evidence that like not only do, do, does the weapon used affect sentencing but also that this study is failing to account for that so okay well let me I, i'm not sure the exact source on that study but i have read that study one time um what study the conviction rate one. The conviction rate on the conviction rate on uh, African Americans. But so, do you have any like counter evidence on it, or, or well, you're just saying like, the, well, the they main, didn't account the for this one thing that shouldn't actually factor into the sentencing length. The, yeah, well, that's the thing, though. I'm going to discredit that source because the fact that they didn't account for the weapon, which does has it has everything to do no, you need, with the you case need itself. To, you need to prove that would be like saying like you don't like the results of the study. So afterwards, you're like, OK, well, they didn't account for what hat the person wore to court. Do they have any data on the hat? The hat can make a difference for jury like convictions. You need to provide okay, evidence that the A that how, was overlooked how and B, our source. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You have to provide evidence that A, they overlooked that fact, and B, that fact actually plays into the conviction rates. But in the absence of that data, the evidence that black people are disproportionately convicted is pretty overwhelming, especially since a lot of those convictions are for nonviolent offenses, drug offenses. Or are you going to tell me, like, they smoked weed in a more heinous way than white people or something? Well, I already, already gave, already gave the example on the usage and how frequent the usage is, and where and how the usage is being conducted. But you haven't given um, me evidence uh, for it. We're talking about convictions now, not about arrests. 
Okay, but it doesn't it doesn't matter though because truthfully speaking, whenever back to the convictions, you know, but on the uh, on the violent crimes before we get to the nonviolent crimes, what I was going to say before that is, uh, yeah, you can obviously discredit a source if the variables haven't been controlled within the source. A, a source, I, I, obviously, a study that is going to be fully conducted is going to be discredited if the, all the variables are not controlled within the experiment itself. Well, no, it's actually an extremely well respected and well cited piece of research that's used in criminal justice studies, criminology and sociology do you have any evidence that there is a that there is a, a counterfactual that would negate the validity of this study because you can't just say oh here's a confounding variable they might have missed without a proving they missed it and b proving it matters because in theory like the okay. weapon used should not affect sentencing if you commit the crime you commit the crime like that's it well yeah in theory it shouldn't but we're, it's you have to realize it's humans on the jury humans are going to let their emotions control their decision making but i need, you know? I need so, evidence to the claim do you have a study on that you, or have you seen a study do you, on do you that? do you really do you really need evidence for human for human uh, actions i see so you saw the data and you didn't like it so you imagined that there was a problem with the data. Imagine, there's no imagination going into this. Do Literally, you have I evidence? Presented you, I presented you with a variable that they didn't control for. How do you know? And now you're saying how do you know they didn't to control be... for it? And how do you know it's relevant? There are tons of variables there's they didn't. They didn't nowhere, control for nowhere what in that study. Nowhere in that study does it say that the two crimes comparing between the white man and the black man had the exact same weapon used. They within said the same crime. crimes. Nowhere. And they describe what it means by same crimes. Do you have evidence that the weapon used meaningfully influences the conviction rate and the sentencing time for violent crimes? Additionally, do you have proof that it was not accounted for in the study? And additionally, do you have proof that that conviction rate difference for weapon used would actually be in your favor? Because I have a feeling, and this could just be my personal bias, but if we're going to look at two degrees of murder one, one of them done by a firearm and one of them done by a knife... I have a feeling that the knife would actually be more heinous in general. Guns are a far more effective, utilitarian, quick, and painless way of ending a human life than any other weapon we have available. That's why the military gets them. That's what I, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I pushed for in the original statement was just the fact that obviously a jury is going to be much easier to convict someone who chopped up a body than someone who's going to just shoot one bullet in the head. You think black people like disproportionately chop up? I thought black people were the gun crime committers. That was the that was my understanding. Wouldn't they be more likely to use the less heinous weapon? Yes, they're going to be more likely to use the. Le I would say so. I don't know that for a fact. Well, then but why I would are they getting so sentenced the for longer? I would probably. Well, that's that's the thing, though. There's no source that there's no source that I've seen that actually comes down to the weapons, and that's why I'm saying that we actually need one that proves that before we can just no, wait, jump to no, conclusions. That's not how data works. You don't find a study that has a conclusion and then say, well, it didn't control for this variable, and then just ignore it. You would need to prove that the okay, variable... So have you actually have you actually written a study before? Have you actually done like a, a full experimental research and yes. then did, did a research paper on yes, it? Yes, I have a so degree. At the, so, okay, so the premise of doing an actual study at the end of it or uh, or near the conclusion, Everything you're going you're to write to the things to that you wrong. could further expound upon. Or the things that are the things that could actually prevent your study from being correct, or you know the things that maybe you didn't account for. Those things are actually going to be what what comes down to if that study should be considered all premier legitimate above all. No, and that, that's really what it's going to come down to. That is, yes, that, no, because, no, no. Because every gonna... single study will end with a statement on how this research could be expanded. That does not mean that we ignore the study that has been presented. Okay, sure. I'm not. I'm not saying that we ignore what I am saying. You though, are, is it you're literally be saying for that. Full validity. No, no, no. I'm, I'm no, it should. That no, that's how research validity. works. If every single study ends with the statement, "Here's how we can add to this research. Here's what we can do more. Here are the limitations." So every you, single so wait, 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 wait. every single study will say that. So, given that fact, we should probably, unless being given evidence to contradict the outcomes of a study adopt the positions of well-cited, well-researched, peer-reviewed studies. So any peer-reviewed study you believe, even if you, even if you think it's staunchly wrong, if you look in that study and it's peer-reviewed and it looks valid, that it's just, it has to be right. Because that's what you're coming down no. to. No, wait, are you like an unironic anti-intellectual? 
You're literally arguing no, like, not, well, I... the scientists say one thing, but do you just believe that when you think it's wrong? I don't give a fuck what you think, bro. The data uniformly agrees that black people are discriminated against in, um, in, in the criminal justice system. I really don't care like if that hurts your feelings or if that's inconvenient for you. This is plurality in criminology. Nobody disagrees with this. The argument's over, how do we address it? So for you to come here and attempt to rebuke the plurality of data by saying like, well, they didn't control for this one thing, which doesn't actually supposed to affect prison sentences, so let's throw it out. That's like pretty weak. You would need to have data. Here's um here's ussc.gov's research on um prison dis or um racial disparity in the criminal justice system, which acknowledges that there is currently no evidence to disprove the idea that black people are not discriminated or that are uh, discriminated against. So like this is plurality. Even the government acknowledges it. It's just not argued against. Why are you so interested in ignoring the fact that racism exists? Do you really think there's no racism in this country? No, I don't. Th I Not once have I even even hinted to that. What I do say is that the system itself is not racist. Okay, because, wait. Because, what is the system made up speaking, of? Are you trying to imply that the system's made up of that? It's like a leading question. You're Earlier trying to you said make... the jury has biases, which can lead to discrimination when it comes to the severity of a weapon sentence. You don't think that biases and racial prejudice can lead to juries having disproportionate um, like uh, 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 prejudices against like black um, defendants? You acknowledged well, sure, individual maybe, bias sure. earlier. Well, well, yeah, yeah, I did acknowledge that. And I'm not going to try to say that there's not going to be, there's never going to be a racist white person that's going to get on a jury, you know? And if we can find some way to exclude them, I'm all for that. But you cannot say that that's the premise behind convictions. You cannot say that that one, that one alone thing means the entire system is racist. Never the said system's it was that one racist. Thing. It's everything. It's, again, it's the plurality of data available in the subject. It's the fact that um, judges are far more likely to give um, uh, sentences with, or um, convictions with um, mandatory minimum sentences to black people than they are to white people. 75% more likely for the same crime, of course. Uh, sorry, I don't know if they account for weapons in whether or not the judge, the judge, mind you, not the jury, the legal professional, assigns a um, conviction with a mandatory minimum over a regular conviction. It's the jury. It's the fact that police have been proven to have a racial bias like it, it's it's just it's across the board it no, i mean just nobody disagrees with this there are like ben shapiro types who try to pretend this isn't the case because delegitimizing the concerns of black people and other people of color is like fun for them i guess or like it serves the interests of their billionaire benefactors but this is it's just not it's just not contended with i guess i don't know what i'm interested in most is you like why do you think that racism isn't an issue like I would like to respond. There's like a lot of points you've made. Yeah, go so for I'd it. like Sorry. to try to respond here to at least some of them because obviously there's so much I can't cover at all. But you no, know, here's the here's the premise. Here's the premise of what the way I have my stance. I'm not like a Ben Shapiro thumper. I'm not like a uh, a Steven Crowder worshiper, you know, but what I am interested in is actually doing the research on how we came to be in this situation. Um and I am also uh, part of the premise that it's innocent until proven guilty on the uh, on the system itself, you know. So we can't just we can't just claim that the system is uh, guilty of systemic racism without looking at actual history guilty. and deciding. Oh, I know you keep on saying that it's been proven guilty because federal you have investigations into federal investigations into police departments. The FBI has said that white supremacists have infiltrated the police. They've been saying that for over a decade. Every single like criminological study on the processing of the criminal justice system has turned out the the. the I literally just gave you a government link saying no evidence has been pro like provided to indicate black people are not discriminated against in the um, criminal justice system. It's been proven. Okay, and, and you know, it, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one here that's going to sit and say, oh, well, it's impossible for a white supremacist or racist to become a police officer or get elected as some kind of Why official. Why are you pivoting? I'm you not know, saying be... individuals. I'm saying the system is racist. I mean, I just like again, well, if I the know, government I, acknowledges. I know you're, it, you said you literally just gave the example of white supremacists and police. So I'm not pivoting. I'm going off of exactly what you just said. Do you think the FBI would make a report warning about white supremacists infiltrating the police if they were saying one person in the police is a white supremacist? Or do you think they would make that claim if there was a more systemic, like, widespread problem? Do you think it they might be a little that, disingenuous? They would, they would make that claim if it was anything above five. So you think if there were six racists in the police, of the 
700,000 police officers was, it, in the it, United it, States. Because the claim, the claim that you made is not just racist. You said white supremacists. So the claim, that's, that's the claim, Racist white right? people tend to be white supremacists. What, what do you think they are? Like black supremacists? Uh, I wouldn't. I would not claim that because I mean, elderly. A lot of elderly people are, you know, racist because of the time that they lived in. They're not necessarily white supremacists. Wait, yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, they're racist and they're white supremacists. Yeah, like what? Do you think they're like fuck whiteies? I love Hispanic people. Is that like the average Fox News viewer? Like they're pretty racist against non-white people. They're white supremacists. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider that a white supremacist. I would consider a white supremacist someone who's someone who's like prejudiced against all races other than white yeah that's yes the average fox news viewer yeah no and that, and no the average fox news <laughs> average fox news viewer is not someone who's prejudiced against anyone who's not white oh no yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely i would i i uh, well the every republican decided. and most democrats are probably some variant of white supremacists but your side has it way worse the pretty collective well yeah i mean so. i I can I could see I could see where you would say that from a radical standpoint, but you're totally misguided to think that just because you know like average Fox News viewer is prejudiced against you know I mean this is totally off the point anyways you know getting on this point of you know white supremacists no no but, it's it's on point because uh, you don't think racism you're, you're, is really like a thing you think it's like a very magical thing there are some like super extra evil people that are racist but most people are genuinely good it's not really how it works back during the days when we were a slave state. Um, the average person in the South was a good old-fashioned, God-loving, Bible-thumping, you know, farm boy who also believed blacks were animals that need to be kept in chains. Racism and being an active member of society are not mutually exclusive. And while today things may have gotten better, the fact remains that, in all likelihood, the majority of the people who participate in our political system carry some pretty severe racial biases. I come from the radical position of not being a racist. That's the position that I hold. Well, and I and I understand that. I understand your, you know, I understand your your radical left, and you, you know, have these presuppositions about society. Um, however, that's not really the case when it really comes down to, you know, the the average like the average elderly person who grew up, you know, a, you know, civil rights grew up through all that and everything. I would say the average white, you know, like racist person would have a. Uh, bias against black people but i it, it's not it's not exclusive it's i think it's probably more exclusive to black people it's not like it's you know covers all races uh, uh, the you Republican know, Party, but known lovers it's not, of Hispanics. i wouldn't say it's that i would i would say that against hispanics are you, are you gonna are you really gonna try to make that judgment based off of what is that a joke I mean, we can talk about the fear mongering done. No, no, I'm like being, I'm being dead serious. I mean, are you? I know you're probably going to lean into, you know, Trump wall, all that kind yeah. of stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. One, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Preempting the argument doesn't make it any less. But yeah, one hundred percent. Trump comes up fear mongering about rapists and murderers coming over the border, deploys the military because of refugees coming up from the south that never even fucking made it to our country. Talks about shithole countries. Um, set and builds or, or like continues to man and then bolsters the concentration camps we have on the border. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, totally. Also, the like Mexican, camps. they are by definition concentration camps and have been acknowledged to be so by the Holocaust, um, uh, uh, like historical, um, uh, society. Uh, uh, like, yeah. Do you think, do you, do you on it, do you genuinely think yes. any person who was in the Holocaust would compare it to that? Yeah, they, yes, and they did. Yeah, so yes, comma, and they did. Yeah, 100%. Was it as bad as Auschwitz-Birkenau? No, of course not. But they're both concentration camps. Well, if they, if I guess, if they made that definition, then uh, it would, you know, obviously be more, you know, credible than my definition of it. But yeah, no, I would never, I would never compare it to the level of any kind of Auschwitz or even near that, honestly. Um, you know, it's we're not, we're not killing people, we're not torturing people. We're well, people holding are, them. People are dying, we're, we're and people are right we're now. We're holding them in cage. We're holding them in cages with TVs and hand sanitizer. Wait, 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 wait. holding, wait, holding hold free human beings in cages, like un, like in cold desert environments with minimal protection, like meets the um the UN definition of like unfair treatment of civilians. It de it meets the definition of torture. Additionally, right now they're using some kind of like 
uh, like viral gassing agent in the camps. They're literally gassing people right now, and it's causing respiratory issues for the people I did, there. I, I did. I, I did hear about that. The respiratory. I heard something about the uh, the agent that they were using. If that's if that's true, because I never I haven't looked into it yet. If that's true, I totally condemn that, and like that's that's horrible. But, I'm not going to stand up and say that was okay. You're okay with people being held in cages in freezing desert climates with like little electric blankets they can toss over them and their four kids, like for no reason other than they met the legal requirements for coming up to the border to declare asylum uh i'm i'm okay with i'm okay with any person who doesn't want to follow our law yeah wait they followed the law you have to enter the country before you can declare asylum yeah but you realize that these people aren't are these people aren't even trying yeah, these people no, aren't are. even trying to become a citizen wait, wait they trying. can't wait how can they be oh, oh, they wait oh, they how are. can they Go be ahead. trying to be, wait 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 how can they be trying if they're arrested at the border what the fuck does that mean they literally followed the legal UN certified process. If they're being arrested, if they're being arrested at the border, then there's obviously other there's obviously other implications that go into that. No, there isn't. They were you, just you arrested for that, coming right? over we're the not, border. We're not just, Wait, we're not just you, arresting. You realize, we're not just arresting Hispanics for just coming across the border. Yes, we are. You realize the UN has condemned the United States for not abiding by the process by which we allow asylum. Wait, are you just like ignorant? You should read up on this. That's literally what's happening. They're literally just rounding people up during the and the crossing and putting them in camps even though they have a legal right to do that. The asylum process requires that you enter the borders of the country that you wish to declare asylum in. Many of them came over legally with permits and have had those permits uh, stolen by the state, never to see them again. Many of them have been separated by their children. All of these meet definitions of the UN of unhumane treatment of like civilian population. Like this is this is just a fact. This isn't like a lefty bias thing. This is just what's happening. You wouldn't get this if you watch Fox News, though, which is why I'm uh, I'm not surprised that their uh, viewers are so okay with what's going on down there. They just see like the the <laughs> AOC went down and cried the defense like on loop for twenty four hours a day. Wait, you're laughing, but you're like defending the inhumane treatment of people who were legally following the guidelines to declare asylum. I'm defending. I'm defending. I'm defending the law that you find unjust. There, wait, it's not a law. Again, the U.S. is breaking international law by doing this. So there's there's no law that like defends you on this. Argue. Wait, why are you laughing? Uh, wait, do you think it's funny to be like a fascist? I I think it's funny. I think it's funny that your radical biases are what radical uh, bias hindering you from seeing reality. Wait, wait, what, what, wait, what bias? What have I said that is factually untrue? Is that what you say when you realize that you don't have any arguments to contend with mine? No, no, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pivot from, you know, me not being able to defend my point. What I am saying is that you're holding the UN to a higher standard than the United States government. No, I'm not. I'm just holding everyone to the same international standards of treatment of asylum um takers that uh, the US agreed to follow. They said sure, they would follow these rules, follow them, and they but, don't. But, but as, as a nation, as a nation, as a nation, we don't have to. We can say we want to, and then not. Wait, do it. so you're I mean, okay with I, the U.S. breaking international law to incarcerate and put in concentration camps asylum seekers? You're just so you you backed off. Uh, so you backed asylum, off the law the asylum, argument, and now we're just on fuck them. Like that's the new argument. Well, if you're like, well, nah, no, fuck I I I backed up. I backed up the law. With I backed what? up the law, and you're saying, well, they're going against the law. With what? Wait, what, what law? You, you, what I law allows the them law. to do that? What law allows them to do that? I'm not saying. Literally, you're putting words in my mouth right now. I never said that the law allows them to do the to, to take the asylum seekers straight off the border into prison. Yeah, you I did. never said the law allows that. No, I said the I said the law doesn't allow people who are not trying to get citizenship nor are asylum seekers. We don't allow that. That's law. What are you we talking don't allow about? That. We're talking about asylum seekers on the border. You initially said, well, if they're okay. breaking the law by coming over, but they're not breaking the law by coming over. And now you're okay, saying you're okay with I, breaking international said, law. I'm fine with breaking international law if the asylum seekers are not legitimate. What does that mean? Because anybody can claim asylum and not actually need it. Yeah, and? So then they get entered into the process and denied if that's what the U.S. wants to do. You don't put them in concentration okay, camps. So we, okay, so we hold them until no, the process is no, finished. No, not in concentration camps. And these people haven't been admitted into the process. They're just being kept in camps. This is not part of determining whether or not they're being admitted for asylum. Well, if they're if they're if they're actually, which you know what, how do you I'm not that? sure what kind of. Oh, I know, I know, I know. You're you very eager what? to justify them being kept in camps, but there is no legal or moral like justification for this. It's just bad. There's moral justification if they're mo they're moral. There is moral justification if these people don't have a reason to claim asylum. What do you because mean? Because asylum Wait, is just the easy way. Then just uh, deny asylum them asylum. Just the easy way of saying. Then just deny them asylum. 
Enter them I'm fine the with process. us denying them asylum and sending them back. I'm fine with that. But we aren't honestly. allowed to keep them I'm, in camps. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a proponent of us keeping them. Keeping them here. I prefer them to just be sent back. That's not a part I of the legal process. Wait. You want to send asylum seekers back? If before, they're not, if they're not legitimate. Yes. If they're not legitimate. After, wait. 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 Hold on. Really quickly. Really quickly. Because I can tell you're jumping all over the place right now. Okay. So here's the process. Asylum seekers come to our country, enter our border and declare themselves asylum seekers at the nearest legitimate legal institution. There are plenty of institutions they're allowed to do this at. Then, the United States historically gives them temporary visas while their credentials are uh, assessed by the U.S. government, and then they're either approved or denied. Not many are approved. We're pretty stringent in this country. The rest of them are, I mean, they go back. It's, it's not great, but they go back, and a few of them are allowed to stay. What is happening right now is everyone who is at the border, even some of whom have visas, are being put into concentration camps, which violate UN humane treatment of civilian guidelines, are not being admitted into the process, so we can't even verify whether or not their claims for asylum should or should not be accepted. So we have deviated you, from the process in not, every conceivable way. Do you or do you not believe that these people have other implications that are causing them to get you know, put in what you would identify as concentration That's camps. That's not a... Wait, what do you mean? Do you... Do you, Okay. Do you genuinely believe that the vast majority of these asylum seekers who are being put in the uh, holding places, then do you actually think that these people don't have any other reason for What do you mean, any there? other reason? What does that mean? Every asylum seeker has many reasons why they want to travel. Every one. Mexican I'm not talking about traveling. I'm talking. I'm talking about them actually being put in what you would consider the concentration camps or the holding places. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to call it that, that's fine. You have every right to. But it's, if I mean, if you, you, you can actually... you use like your snowflake like false definition if you want. But the actual like like the yeah the people who determine these things have determined it. Historians, sociologists. If the Holocaust like advocates are the ones like. Agree yeah, but on a, on a on a on a on a general on a general basis, no one calls it a concentration no, camp. No, no, other no, than no, no, wait, and sorry, maybe, wait, wait, uh, no, 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 wait, 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 hold on. Republicans don't. Academics do, and people on the left do. But the academics are typically the ones who get to decide whether or not a camp meets the historical and political characteristics of a concentration camp. It's not something politicians come up with. We usually defer to academia to come up with these definitions. Academia is very left leaning. I wonder why. Anyway. Concentration camp, go. <laughs> okay, so uh, just to avoid anything you just said, because I, I know that bring us on a different topic. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, as far as as far as immigration goes, if a person or a person or family comes to the border, wants to claim asylum, right, and you're claiming that these some of these asylum seekers are not even allowed to, you know, get in the uh, acceptance, you know. Exempt mm -hmm. acceptance route, you know, right? You're you're saying that? Uh, yes, or pretty much like none of them are. Like they're just being kept at the camps or being turned away. Yeah. Okay. So if they're if they're coming there and they're not even and they're not even allowed, they're just already locked up before they've even had the chance to go. Which which you know I think I still believe is the vast minority until I see something that proves me differently. What do you think? Wait, wait. What do then, you think the majority of the um, people in the camps are like? How do you think they got there? I think the majority of the people in the camps are either A, uh, people who were trying to cross the border illegally, or B, they're people who were had other reasoning to be locked up, and, you know, like either uh, charges, drugs, uh, illegal substance, illegal um, uh, items, like sure. maybe weapons. And so such. let's go over this really quickly. So first of all, no, the concentration camps are not being used as a prison. So your second point is factually incorrect. There is no, they are not just being like, oh, you've been caught with a criminal offense, we're throwing you in there. That's just not the case. Second of all, how can you tell the difference between people just trying to cross illegally and people who are declaring asylum if you don't let the people declare asylum? Because, because I think that, I think the country has every right to, de to decide if someone's, if someone's seeking for asylum is actually worthy of getting that <laughs> chance, yes, to, and you, to, and chance you, to claim asylum. Wait, wait, you think the country should decide whether or not a person even gets to declare asylum? How does the country based decide upon, who's an illegal upon, immigrant and who's an asylum seeker? 
because because basically the way I would judge that is if someone's coming across the border and they don't necessarily they don't you've you've sat them down you talk to them or whatever you talk to them when they're across the border I don't know you know wh- however they would go about that because I'm no border official that is not what happens to the border Whenever, right now. Oh, well, I realize that's not what's hap- what happens at the border in the most re- in most regards. But obviously, they sit down and talk to these people before they throw them in a cage. So, wait, anyways. what do you mean by sit down and talk to these people? Like, are these children yours? Do you have a weapon? What do you mean? Do you think these people are being asked like, what are your intentions for entering the United States? Do you have any family or like, like how what interview do you think they're being given? Do you think they get like a cup of coffee too? It's not. It's not like an. It's not like an. It's not like an interview. What it is is these people have to give their claims. It's not. We don't have to ask yeah, they, them anything. They, no, they do. Yeah, they try to declare asylum. They're supposed to do that at a legal like center, like a townhouse or a police station or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. And you're and you're claiming that these people are thrown in cages before they even had even had the amount of time to go there and do that. Yes. Because that should be the first thing that you're doing when you're crossing the border. Yeah. Yes. If you're you really can't wanting get to the, stay. Yes, but you can't get there if the cops get to you first they capture you and they put you in the camps they are not being given time to declare asylum as per the legal international guidelines of asylum seeking and and so i would i would love to see the numbers on this because i would love to see how many people are legitimately what do you like, mean running into this i'm talking about the you're you're giving a hypothetical right now is what it is you're giving a hypothetical here no, i'm just telling you what's I happening what do you mean legitimately no, I'm talking about an actual number of people that this is happening to. Legitimate number. Legitimate. What do you mean? That, le- that like word how many people are in the camps? Real. How many people that this is happening to? How many people are not even what, able what to you, claim asylum? Wait, wait, wait. What cases? specifically are you asking? How many people are in the concentration camps? No, no, no. Listen, just listen. I'm asking how many people are put into cages before they get to claim asylum? Well, that would be all of them, because if they were able to claim asylum, they wouldn't be in concentration camps. No, they're not all there because they just got claimed up or, you know, locked up before they even had to claim asylum. They're not all there because of that. I hate if to they break it to you, asylum, but they're not. They wouldn't be in a concentration camp because after you claim asylum, you're given a temporary visa while the state decides whether or not they want to keep you. Are you assuming that all these people crossing the border are claiming asylum? We don't know. We're not letting them declare asylum. We don't have a way of knowing because we catch them before they can follow the legal procedure. How are you not getting this? They don't get the chance. We don't, you're, we don't you're get to know. This, you're, making this assu- you're, you're making the statement that they don't have the chance, but that's not how, that's not how it all goes down. Yes, that's it is, because if not. they had declared asylum, they would have been given a temporary visa. They aren't exactly. being given the- exactly that statement right there. That statement you made right there was perfect. Yes, they actually but they're in it. the camps. They haven't been allowed to make it to a town where they can declare asylum status. Listen, you're you're making the assumption that every single one of these people were straightway going to a, an establishment to go claim asylum. These people aren't being taken. No, correct. the people at the concentration camps are not being just taken from like for the most part from American cities. Sometimes ICE like pulls yeah. people from cities, but for the most part, these are people yeah. caught at the border. They're caught at the border, not north of the border, where they're after they de- attempt to declare asylum before the border, at the border. That is where they're caught. They don't get a chance. Why, the border why, is very why big. Why do you think they're? Why, why do you think they're being caught? Why do you think? Do you do you genuinely think that they're just perfectly clean people? Nothing wrong why with them are you? at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened to innocent until proven guilty, my dude? You're just like people are being having UN guidelines violated, and you're like, well, they must be criminals. Whoa! I thought we respected innocent until proven guilty. You little shit. We how do. about how about we, we, we let them? No, that. we're not. We no, we're not. That. If you're like, well, they have to be put in concentration camps. Do you really think none of them are criminals? I don't know. How about we follow the asylum guidelines to decide whether or not they should about, be kept in the about, country? Or how about we? How, or how about we? How about we get to them and find out? How about we that? can't how we until they declare. Out? Wait, people at the cages have declared asylum. What has happened to them? I'm guessing I'm guessing on your you know basis that they're still there. Yeah, you think wait, you think that these people are just at the concentration camps and they could just go like I declare asylum, they've been let go? No, there are people there. 
who want to declare asylum, who were locked up before they reach the place they are legally required to declare asylum at. You, don't, you clearly don't know anything about the asylum-seeking process or the laws that the United States is violating, but you're very, very keen to assume criminality of the people who are following a legal procedure the U.S. has respected because, for a century. Because, 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 no one, because I'm not here to condone anybody getting locked up without them doing anything you wrong. You clearly are, but that's where that, yes, you are. You can't say like, well, they, no, you not. really, wait, 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 wait. I just, I, I need you, I need you to understand. You can't say, well, do you really think none of these people are criminals and not condone them being locked up? You're looking for justifications to lock them up, even though you know nothing about these camps. You don't know the demographics of these camps. You don't know the asylum seeking process. You don't know whether or not asylum seekers are let go after declaring the asylum seeking process. You don't know anything about the conditions by which these people are being treated. And you don't know the proportions of the people there that declared asylum. You don't know anything, but you you are desperate. You are you are grasping at straws to find desperate. any justification. Trump put them in camps. There must be a good reason. They must be criminals. They must have been caught raping a white woman in El Paso. I'm really sorry to say, my dude, this is just the U.S. violating international law for no good reason. And if you if you actually believe in innocent until proven guilty, you would have those people let go so they can declare asylum at police stations and follow the legal process that the United States of America not only promised to uphold, but helped draft as a part of the U.N. Council that we are now ignoring for no good reason. Illegal immigration is down. They do no harm to our economy. They do less crime than the average person in this country. They contribute economically to this country. There is absolutely no justification legally, civically, morally for these people being kept out. But there is an excellent justification if you're a racist, and it's that you don't want brown people in the country. <laughs> Man, it was that was quite that was quite a mouthful for you to come down to the uh, the uh, general talking point of you're a racist. Yeah, so, it was a pretty easy. And, uh, you made it really easy to arrive at that conclusion. Do you not want to oh, be a oh, racist? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure when I'm sure when you deny. I'm sure when you deny, deny what? the actual. You're denying. You're denying the fact that the government is actually trying to stop bad people. That's You've what you denied. Deny. Wait, That's wait, what it really by is. violating UN international law, by violating UN international law, and not doing anything to actually separate like the criminals from the non-criminals at the camps. They're not doing anything. Are all Mexicans bad people to you? That's kind of racist, my dude, because they're just keeping everyone from the border. They're not just like finding criminals. Wait, who's the bad people? Wait, who's the bad people? Because they aren't actually determining criminals? criminality at these camps. They're not determining criminality. What happened to innocent until proven guilty? They're locking everyone up. Why do you is hate there, the Constitution, is, my dude? When, what? I'm a constitutional <laughs> socialist. Because, you're, dude, because you hate America. You're, What's wrong with you? You hate the international law we drafted. America. You hate I, the Constitution. You're, 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 the one that, you're the one that's literally anarchist. You're yeah, I love because yeah, so I love America. One hundred percent. Hey, America was founded with a revolution against a tyrannical government, my dude. Okay, I'm following in a long line. I'm following in the tradition of my forefathers. Okay, you're over here like a simpering little fucking loyalist to King George. Well, uh, we're just trying to keep criminals out of the border, even though we have assumed criminality before determining their innocence, and uh, we're just trying to keep bad people out, even though we're arresting we all assumed, of them. If we assumed criminality, we wouldn't put them in a cage that's nowhere near the the bad the bad links of. Yeah, it is. You know why? Because right. they don't they haven't met the standard of mea culpa to actually get these people arrested or deported back to Mexico. So they just keep them in camps in a legal gray zone. Yes. <laughs> yes, with TVs and hand sanitizers and and, and uh yeah. oh, ha blankets. oh hand sanitizers and TVs, the things they have at prisons? Oh my god. That's not totally, in your freaking jail that's cell. That's totally an okay thing to subject people who are innocent who are following the law to. Dude, have you ever considered, <laughs> do you consider yourself a conservative? Have you considered fascism? No, no, I have not, because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a true conservative who wants to what does keep that mean the to border you? safe. And I wait, wait, how is this keeping the border what? safe by just arresting everyone without determining criminality or allowing them to like, follow okay, the legal process? Literally, okay, hang on, can I, can I speak without you talking over me just for one second, please? Sure, you just please, don't have much to please, say I, other than I, laughing, so, but yeah, you can go for it. Well, I'm laughing at I'm laughing at all the ridiculous points you're but making. But you don't have a counter so, argument. Fascinating. Ben Shapiro would be very disappointed. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Not once have I condoned anybody getting thrown in a cage if if they legitimately did not down to the I mean literally it, I don't know how long it takes whenever you're crossing the border, you know, how far a facility is away from wherever you cross the border from. I don't know that. But if they legitimately did not have at the minimum time 
They, they did not have the minimum time to make it to the facility straight from the border. And they, and they, and they, they legitimately are not criminals, not have done a thing wrong in previous, in their previous life or now. Wait, criminals ever? Wait, then, if a person like Jay walked back in fucking 1988, they can't come to the U.S.? I'm not saying that they, they're in the U.S. when they're in the concentration camps. Wait. So wait, they can never commit a crime ever? I would, I would, I would consider any crime that you've committed in a previous country. Uh, the I would consider that being able to have the ability of the U.S. to look back at that and decide, okay, do we want to keep that? Oh, through an asylum in process. Our well, I, through any process, asylum or not. Well, no, the asylum process is how you do that because that's when the feds look through your records. Like the police can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I know, I know, the feds have to, to look through the records in previous. Yeah, claim asylum. I know. I not once today. Now, okay, you cannot bring up one instance where I literally have said, "Yeah, that's okay if we lock them up without them even being able to ha you, be able to claim oh, asylum." Oh wait, so okay, so let's, I mean, I, I understand you're backing, you're backpedaling, but I'll allow you to do it if you want because I feel bad. So, are you saying that if there are people in the concentration camps who are asylum seekers who have not been given a chance to legally declare asylum at a U.S. legal representative, after which they'll be given a temporary visa and their credentials will be asserted by the feds, i.e., the legal process? you would be in favor of that happening. I would be in favor of them solely being allowed to claim asylum, and I believe that we should also expedite the process. Sure, we can expedite the process, but in order for them to do that, they need to go to the camps. I, I, but I also don't think that we should let kids out without their parents. I think that's also another thing. Oh, I agree. So that, we like, should stop separating the kids them. from the parents. Uh, depending on what the parents, uh, or if, if they're, if they have, if they have criminal charges or if they, uh, or if they, um, were just not claiming asylum on their own accord, they didn't actually not have time. Wait, if the, if, if there's a person who comes up and they're an illegal immigrant, you think the state should separate them from their children? The children didn't do anything wrong. Wait, if they're caught as an illegal immigrant, they would be deported. Yes. Why not deport the kids with them? Because, because if they're, because generally speaking, I believe that America's concentration camps would be a safer, safer space for these kids. And like, you being are, a, that been, is insane to me. You think separating children from their parents and holding them with no adult supervision at a state-sanctioned concentration parent, okay, camp? Okay, okay. Do you do you think that the parents aren't going to come back? If they're in a concentration camp? No, probably not. Do you think they can just return to the camp and go like, my baby, and like, they'll give them their baby? What do you think happens here? The kids are separated, and those kids are fucked. They're wards of the state forever. Well, and that's the thing, that my, that my thing is, listen, I think you should be deported if you've done something wrong, right? That's, Wait, I think that's pretty much the premise. If you're an premise. asylum seeker, or if you're an illegal immigrant, or what? We both know what I mean by doing something wrong, no, doing I something don't. criminal. Oh, wait, like, like what? But wait, for which group? Asylum seekers or, or illegal immigrants? Oh, we're talking about the parents. I'm talking about the parents of that child that were, were on this discussion about asylum, the child. If, are about they the asylum seekers or illegal immigrants? The, the parent that we're talking about, have they declared asylum status? Okay, the parents, okay, the parents, the parents that we're talking about of this kid, if they have had plenty, or not plenty, if they've had any opportunity to claim asylum and they have not, so illegal or immigrants. they have passed criminal, basically, yes. Okay, so, okay, illegal immigrants. Okay, what about these people? If, if, a, if an illegal immigrant is here in America, I think that it's fair to deport them uh, without deporting the kids because the kids haven't done anything wrong. It's not of their own accord. So you think the kids would be better off in... Uh, in a in an in a uh, orphanage, leeching off the state, than they would be with their parents, who they've spent their entire lives with, who they love and cherish more than anything else. Yep. The the foster care system, I believe, needs super bad. Why would you reform, take so. them from your parents? Why? Why? We don't do that for any other crime. Because personally, I believe that they're going to have a better life here than they would in Why? Mexico, because that's the whole premise of them coming over here, right? Yeah, with their parents as a family, not alone as wards of the state. But, but truthfully speaking, would you prefer, would you feel better if they went, if say they're in a horrible condition, literally dying in Mexico? Let's say that. 
would you prefer them to be sent back with their dying family in Mexico? What do you mean or actually, dying uh, actually what? be able to have? You mean like their family's in a if, gunfight, like at the moment, like they're being no, sent not back? A gunfight, not a gunfight. But I don't know what you mean. I'm like Mexico's a dangerous country, but so are parts of the U.S. A lot of poorer parts of the U.S. are also really fucking dangerous. What do you mean? Okay, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But say, okay, listen. If they're coming from Mexico, it's because they find something better in America, right? They they see something better in America that they want to achieve. Uh-huh. I apologize. I'm going to have to go shortly after this, after we finish this point here. But, um, but, but basically, yes, like that's the, that's the whole premise, right? Is if they're coming to America in hopes of something better, then With their I wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly believe that it would be better to have the kids stay in America to still have better opportunities. You can ask the Mexican community that if you want, nobody will agree with you. And I guarantee I mean, you, it, I guarantee you, if you ask little Mexican babies in Mexico, would you rather live in Mexico with your parents or live in an orphanage in the U.S.? I know what they would answer. Well, sure, yes, everybody's going to have the affinity to their parents. I don't want to be separated from my parents either, but I also know that, truthfully speaking, wouldn't those parents be more willing to give their kids a better life in Mexico? I mean, in America? I don't know, because it'd be separating a family. That's one of the most important predictors of family health and of long-term well-being. And I, tr I promise you, the average outcomes for, like, a kid in an orphanage in America are worse than the outcomes of, like, a family in Mexico. Like, yeah. Like, would yeah. you want to be separated from your, like, how would you feel if this was happening a different way? Like you and your family, when you were a kid, like moved to Sweden, but then your parents like got deported, but they like kept you. Would you rather be with your family in America or would you rather be in like the, the, the state wardship of, of Sweden? Like, which would be preferable to you? Well, whichever is the better nation has better opportunities. You don't, it's so, I, I think you're looking at this from a very reductive perspective. I do have to go. I apologize. I would like us to continue this conversation sometime, though, if you ever have the opportunity. And yeah, no worries. Uh, you should you should look into fascism, um, because you really like broke fascism. your back trying to find every possible justification for ignoring the mistreatment of black people in the criminal justice system and ignoring the mistreatment of legal asylum seekers at the southern border. I'm just saying, like, I debate a lot of fascists. It's totally okay. Like, I'll still like we can still have a fun convo. Um, I think that a lot of Republicans are turning that direction anyway. So you'll be in good company. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm sure. If you want to, if you want to declare fascist, then that's fine. You, yeah. have, you have every right to call, call whatever you want. You know, mm -hmm. because we live uh, in a in a free country. Um, but if only the people exactly. at the border knew that. Well, right. you know. Have a good one. Yeah. You too. All right. <laughs> Holy shit.